Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, behind the Jamaican microphone, bringing you another show. And do we have another really hot and informative and helpful show in store for you? Yes, we do. Yes, I do. Should I put it that way? Because today I want to talk about how you could possibly be pushing people away from you and not realizing the reason why you do. What happened is this. You might not be aware of some very basic things that you could start off with if you're noticing that your team members are somehow avoiding you. They are staying away from you. And you're wondering why. You, you, you just can't figure it out. And you may ask questions and you haven't gotten any kind of reasons that truly make sense to you, right? People will tell you all kinds of things, but not really the truth, what is at stake, right? And, and, and maybe you have avoided certain people, right? Maybe another leader of, of your boss, you may be avoiding because there are things that doesn't fit and you kind of, you know, it kind of rubs you the wrong way and you stay as far away as possible from that person. Do you know of anybody like that? Or do you find yourself as a leader watching that happen before your very eyes and you're very much unaware of that? Well, I want to kind of start with the very practical, basic things at first, and then we're going to expand in that, right? So today's episode is, why are they avoiding me? Why do they avoid me? That's what it's going to be based based around. And what I find sometimes that people don't realize some very basic things about them that others do, right? I'll give you an example. I remember one time I was at a meeting that I attend on a regular basis. And there was this, this young man that attended the meeting or and he was a member of the meeting. But I, I noticed that people would try to stay away from him. When they speak to him, they would briefly do that, and then they would move away. And then I eventually found out why. I realized what was happening. He had no reason to, I mean, he had no in, no idea because nobody had been honest to tell him the truth. And so he went on thinking that, "Mm, did I say something that was offensive? Was it because of my... And he began to question his delivery style. He began to question, um, you know, so he had some some self-esteem issues where it's not at play. 
there's confidence. All those things was now being being thought about because people were not getting close to him and avoided him and would try to have conversation with other people. And here's what happened is after our meeting, this person would need a ride home. And again, what I would do is most times that I'm available, that I don't have something else planned, I would take this person home because I wanted them to get home. And and I was thinking after experiencing after my experience with this person, why it was that possibly, now I don't know if this is a reason altogether, but it may have something to do with it, why people would avoid him in conversations, would not stand close to him, and would avoid taking him home. Then I realized it happened. I remember on one occasion that he his body odor was such where I'm thinking, oh no, this Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the reason why. And then I, that day, I happened to give this person a ride home. And my car took on this, the smell. And it was became like, you know, after this person came out of the car and, and left, it remained, oh, I'm thinking my words. I had the windows. I rolled them down as fast as I could and tried to get as much fresh breeze to blow through because I wanted to have my car free of this, right? And then I'm wondering, it dawned on me that possibly this is the reason why others avoided them. So I had an obligation. I'm wondering, do I say anything? Should I just allow this whole thing to keep on playing itself out and just join in the crowd and just avoid them as well? I, I, you know, I could not bring myself to that. I realized that I, I just, if it was me, I would want someone to tell me. But the question is, how do I tell them? How do I bring myself to tell them about what my experience was? I didn't want to tie in the fact that they might be experiencing the avoidance and, and so on because of what I experienced. I wanted to let the issue remain Based, because based upon my own experience, and I thought about it and thought about it. And the next meeting we had, I approached this person and I said, you know, I, 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 start, I started the conversation this way because I was, it was awkward. How do you tell someone that their body odor is not, is, is kind of bad? You know, just to cut through the chase, your, your body odor is not what it's supposed to be. And, and so what I did was I, I said, okay. What if I approach it from the standpoint of asking this person what kind of deodorant they use? Because I find, you know, I'm interested to see, you know, I know different people have different deodorant choices. And maybe that they didn't realize that the deodorant they use. So I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were using a deodorant. I don't know, but I want to give them, I want to start with that person told me. And then my next question was, is it an antiperspirant? Okay, is it an antiperspirant? Because there's a difference, right? And and this person may not have realized that they were using a deodorant that was not antiperspirant. So I asked this person, are you using an antiperspirant kind of uh, deodorant? And they said, 
Well, I, I think so. Well, I don't know. So maybe, you know, what I realize that sometimes when we don't use one, our 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 odor comes through, our perspiration comes through. And here's a bad part I said to this person. We don't know when it does. I said, you know, the last time I gave you a ride home, maybe you didn't realize, but the your the the um deodorant you may have used may have failed you. Because, you know, I, I realized that, you know, your your there was an, an odor. And I wanted to let you know that because I, I care for you. I want the best for you. And I want to inform you that what happened. And maybe the person said to me that, is that happening today? I said, yeah. I, it, again, I, 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 I smelled it. And I said, here's my recommendation. Maybe it's to try to find, and I said, an antiperspirant, a good one, a different one. And I said, also, I found that when we wear our clothes and re-wear them and didn't wash them, and there was perspiration trapped inside of it, that we don't even smell ourselves. And so this person was very appreciative, thanked me, and that from that day on, we became very, very close. And I wondered if this person was wondering how many people may have had the same experience, but nobody said anything. And so as a leader, I'm wondering, could it be that your body odor is coming through and nobody wants to tell you because you're the boss, you're the leader. How do they tell the leader that they don't smell too good? But you may want to ask a question and be just, you know, someone you, someone you trust, someone who you know have your best interests on the team, just ask them. And secondly, it could be your breath. You know, I know for me sometimes, after a long day of speaking and and so on, I, I realize that my breath also have this this smile. Right, we have a bad breath. <laughs> we call it that that um, dragon breath. And so I do my tests, and what I do, you may not, you can't see me, of course, over the microphone, but I just cut my hand, one of my hand, and I put it before my mouth, and I blow. I blow where my my breath have to go up towards my nostril, that I would smell and see if there's a bad odor, bad breath. And, and most times I catch it. Most times I catch it and I ask for a mint quickly. And so I freshen my breath with a mint or a gum. And, and But sometimes we just don't know it. And others know it, they smell it, but they don't say anything because they feel very awkward. They feel embarrassed for you and and so you want to ask those basic things. So it could be the reason why your team members are avoiding you like the plague. It's not because you're the plague, it's because of the these simple basic things. And and they're talking about it. Trust me, they're talking about it among themselves. Now if those things are removed out of the way, well what else could be the reason why they're avoiding you? Could it be that they don't trust you? Could it be that they don't have the confidence to believe that if they share something with you or if they share a mistake with you, that it's going to remain there? And, and do they have the confidence to know that you won't use the platform of a meeting and talk about and embarrass them? You know, one of the things I wrote in my new book is the intelligent leader succeed where others failed and be the leaders everyone love and want to follow. 
I talk about this very thing about leaders, how we give feedback, right? And I, I talk about the need to reprimand privately and praise publicly. Reprimand privately and praise publicly. When your people know that you're that kind of person and they know they won't be dragged over the coal in a meeting and publicly humiliated and embarrassed, no matter how you say it and how they may react, they may smile and laugh along with everyone, but deep down they're hurting. They, they, they feel that ouch moment. Everyone does. Who wants to be embarrassed and put out there in the public? Nobody. I don't know of a person who is, you know, is, is mentally well who wants that kind of uh, treatment. And, and so maybe they have kind of kept record of how you behave with others and maybe just avoiding you. And maybe the way that you speak to them. Or probably they may see you and begin to... Um, conclude based upon certain behaviors that, you know, this guy, this girl, they are hypocrites. They laugh with you, they behave a certain way, and then they act differently behind your back. Have you ever had that experience? I remember a time where I was working in a in an environment where one person who was the looked upon as a leader, right? They were the coordinator of of, of the of this event. This, I'm sorry, the department and what happened was, I thought this person was cool. You know, they would laugh and talk about certain things. And at times, I see them fishing for information in a very, you know, kind of, they, they kind of um, set you up, right? They kind of uh, prepare, prepare you and kind of let, allow you to let your guard down. And, and then they ask certain questions. And I would, at first, didn't take anything of it because I thought they were very cool and, you know, really were on my side. Not that I need them to be on my side, but I thought they had, you know, my best interest. But then only to find out maybe days later or weeks later that that information that I shared was shared with someone else, an, an upper management. And I'm wondering why, what, what, how, you know, where did this come from? And I begin to think that this person probably wanted to look good in their boss's eyes and they would act as is, you know, chameleon, where there was one color, one shade before you, and then there are another shade before somebody else. I mean, those people, when, when I experienced that, I immediately, no longer, I said, you know, I'm going to avoid this person like the plague. I, I really cannot trust them. And so I would smile, but I was in my head thinking, you're a hypocrite. You know, you 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 smile and laugh with me, and but then I can't trust you behind my back. And what I find in in some environment, leaders have kind of created that culture. And you know, in my book, I speak about how to create a safe culture where your people can feel to be themselves and be authentic and be more productive because they feel safe and they can trust and sec- and feel secured around you. So what happened is it could be that the data provided over time that they have accumulated on you, they're now using that to determine how much of themselves they should let you, you know, how much of them, of you, they should let into their world. And if you have that, my friend, where there is any kind of chasm, 
or chasm, right? Depends on how you you pronounce that word, but any kind of chasm between you or a gap between you and your team, you need to figure out what what has created that gap. It may be like a crater, you know, what has created that? And and, and be very curious, be very be a person who's inquiry, you know, of a very inquiry kind of approach where you're you're curious, you want to know, not because you want to somehow, you know, point a finger and blame somebody. No, you genuinely want to know because you want to be better. You want your people to know that you have their best interests and want to see a healthy environment. You know, and you know, I talk about different ways to create those environments in my book. You know, a safe environment around people making mistakes, people you know apologizing or uh, asking for forgiveness, about gratitude, about you know um, giving compliments where compliments is due, about appreciation, acknowledgement, all those things. I talk about how to create that in my book, and you may be one who wants to read that book, and it should be out. If you're listening to this podcast after the end of March 2019, the book should be available on Amazon by that time. And if you want a free free copy of the book before then, I mean, actually, when it's released and all you pay for is shipping and handling, you can get that. And you all you've got to do is pay attention to my social media. Follow me on social media, especially on Instagram at Kings Legrand and LinkedIn at Kings Grant, those two places especially. I'll be announcing when that book is available and how you can get your copy. So make sure you're following me in either of those two places. And uh, I have a bunch of other cool things I'm going to give away along with that as well. Just to say thank you for being, you know, my uh, in my audience, but also that you are very supportive of the things that I'm doing listen to my podcast, share my podcast with others, and also be open to reading my book. So I want to say thank you in advance for that. But if you're the leader, my friend, who needs to bridge that gap, you need to start with what I said earlier. Just the basic things, your general health, you know, your, your, your body, order, just hygiene. Start with that and then go a bit deeper. Be, be, be curious, inquire. Find out from your people who, the, especially that one person who you know, I mean, maybe hurt for you because they know others are talking, but they don't still, they feel awkward. Invite them into your world and just be open and honest with them. Ask them to help you because you want to have a better relationship. You know, as I talk about in my book that leadership is, you know, I mentioned seven essential traits of leadership. And one of those is leadership is relationship. And I really spend a whole chapter in talking about what that looks like and how to form, formulate that. So you want to help them, ask them to help you build a better relationship with your team, including them. And you need their assistance. You need their help. You're asking them to join you in this effort. And one by one, you win them over in this. And it's not just because you want to feel better. It's because you genuinely want to create an environment that's safe and it's healthy around these things. So my friend, I have talked about then these things that would help you bridge the gap, close the, the, the gap, remove the chasm, the, the chasm, the chasm, right? Remove the crater that's been developed in their in your environment and, and and just invite people to help you in this process. 
So with that said, my friend, I just wanted to, you know, mention these things and hopefully it's helpful. I believe it is. Let me know. Comment on this show. Let me know on social media or even in this where you're listening. Comment on it. Let me know some feedback, what your thoughts are and what other topics would you like me to address on this podcast? So my friend, thank you for, for taking the time to listen. I hope you follow me on social media at Kings Legrand. With that said, my friend, peace out, God bless, and I'll see you on the flip side.